Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Wrestling with a Bear podcast. I am your host, of all hosts, John Pun. And today, folks, I am sitting alongside my best friend, my brother, Chris Rex. And halfway across the country, we have for you, Alex, a.k.a. The Bear Man. How are we doing, folks? Are we ready for tonight's episode? Damn right I'm ready. So let's do this. I'm ready. I'm I'm getting ready. You know, I'm getting a little uh, greenery in in the pipe here. I am actually see pun usually says sitting alongside, but today we are actually sitting alongside. I'm I'm in New York with pun um, here uh, for Joel uh, Joel Maximo Jose Maximo. They're wrestling the Rock and Roll Express Saturday night. Um, I never thought that match would ever happened. <laughs> 2022 has been a weird year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for wrestling. But you know, we're gonna the we, the year's gonna get weirder. We we've got some topics to talk about today that it's wrestling has been in a weird place for the last year. And uh why won't you bring us into our first topic, Pun? Alright, so we have today AEW is still using the forbidden door. And they are doing a joint match, apparently. It doesn't seem like it's a show. It's apparently one match with MLW, Major League Wrestling. From what I gather, it is going to feature FTR versus a team of Court Bowers choosing. <coughs> Which they had called out your favorite tag team from Texas, the Von Ericks. So, I mean, that, that'll be an interesting matchup right there. Devon Eriks versus FTR in MLW. And it's just showing you how weird 2022 is getting. No, it, it is getting weird because AEW's been working with a bunch of promotions, and now there's rumors of an AEW New Japan show happening. So, uh, AEW seems to be still having this forbidden door open. I thought it, it, it was kind of closed for a while. I still have my own opinions on on the Forbidden Door, and that it's not going to work out in the long run. But for right now, I get to be a fan and, and enjoy what what what's going on in in twenty twenty two. Amen. In my case, you you see, Chris, there's no way to say it better. You know, enjoy the moment, and we'll see how it goes in the near future. But I mean, FTR versus the Von Erics, man. Now that is that's a match that I guarantee you it will put asses in the seats, <laughs> especially if. If it happens in Texas, you're damn right it's going to put asses in the seats. Hey, oh, hey, I, I, I'm not sure where where it's supposed to happen, but if it is Texas, um, I know you're going to try, try your best to be there. Uh, but it, it, like Pun was saying to me uh, before we came on, uh, this is going to be huge for MLW. Yes, this is going to put MLW on the map. And from what I gather, it's going to happen at an MLW show. That's from my understandings. It's going to happen at an MLW show. So no matter who it is, FTR, Young Bucks, no matter what team they send over there, it's going to give MLW that boost to put them more mainstream. Because to be honest, I want to watch MLW. I just don't have the time to watch when they're on and, and things like that. But I'm sure this will help give them more opportunities to spread out of their one time slot that they're in on the internet too, right? Yeah, well, no, they. I think they're on... Um be in sports i haven't seen them because i've been looking for them unless mm. unless i'm just like like i said unless my schedule just doesn't match their schedule i haven't well yeah on tv 
Yeah, you, you do you do work the, uh, the, the early shift. Yeah, and so. then I'm sleeping. And then sleeping. So probably by the time they're on, you're you're asleep. But yeah, I think this is gonna help MLW a lot, and I I do want to see MLW be another big name in the wrestling industry. You know, now we have AEW, we have Ring of Honor, which I still don't see it being its own entity yet. But you know, I want I wanted to see, and we have Impact also. I want to see others become big. You know, I want wrestling to be for all, not just for WWE. So in other words, Pun, you want pro wrestling to be bigger than it can possibly get, especially with the fact that it can be bigger than it is right now. Well, AEW busted open that door. They really kind of broke the ground for that to where, okay, any promotion can kind of become the top promotion. And I've been a fan of MLW since, since kind of they first started when I was a teenager living in Florida, Sunshine Network. 2 a, 1, 2 a.m. I used to be up watching it. And that's where I found my trainers. You know, so they, they go back to MLW. And if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't have continued watching MLW. And uh, when MLW came back, after being on a hiatus for years, when Corp Hour brought it back, me and Pun were watching on, on, on TV I, religiously. That's first, religiously. That's when I first started watching MLW. I didn't really watch it back in the earlier days. So, yep. I mean, that door is busted open for any promotion to to be become a big big name. And also with the, with the way the internet is, you know, you can have a, a million views and not be on TV and that, yep. but, but you're still just as popular, you know. And it's indie wrestling has has a chance now. That's that's how I see it. Yep, yep, yep. We're gonna we we're pretty excited about. Uh, AWML, we're going to talk about some not so exciting news now. Um, recently, Nash Carter was released from WWE following um, allegations of domestic abuse. And there was a photo going around of him doing some sketchy racist shit. Um, Nash Carter claims WWE had known about this prior to him being signed. Um, I, don't, I don't know. I'm getting it. So anything we have to say on this subject is pure, like, we're not there. We can't give you a confirmation of anything, but this is how it seems to to us. Well, well, to me, I think WWE might have known about the domestic abuse, but they did not know about that Hitler-esque photo that he had posted years ago. That, I'm sure, it was the catapult to him getting out the door. I think when the domestic abuse stuff came out, WWE found out about it. It might have come out a little bit before it actually came out to the public, but I think WWE didn't care. That's why they put the belts back on him at um, Stand and Deliver. And then the photo came out when uh, Kimberly released the photo and all the details of the domestic abuse. And then he got released Monday and they had a crown new champions on NXT. So I think it was the photo that really got him released and not really all the domestic abuse stuff. Again, again, we're not there. So, you know, whatever details we have is from these sources. So because also when, and, I, when I think of the, the, the domestic abuse stuff, it came out before they won the titles at Stand and Deliver. All right. And now why does she come out with this stuff? when he's on top of his career right now. 
why wait so long if this has been happening for years? Is it because he filed uh, for, uh, divorce papers? But they've been separated for a long time now. So she had to know the divorce papers were coming. See, I don't, I don't get it because WWE still pushed them. With everything that came out, everything that she was saying, until she released the photo, which was WrestleMania weekend. When she released the photo, that's when everything went to the shits and he got fired. Right? Very, very good point. Very good point. I think I think WWE did know about the abuse. They just, you know, didn't care because it, it wasn't anything sexual. So, you know, they just tried to slide it under the rug. But she kept on talking. She kept on talking. She released a racist photo. And that was it. Their hands were tied there. I think they had no choice but to fire him once that photo went public. Oh, yeah. that That's, that's what I was thinking is... That photo is kind of like you said, it sealed the deal. Um, and I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm trying to put this in a way that um, people won't take this the wrong way. Yeah. Um, I, I believe her. The, I, I, I believe that, that she's, she, she's telling the truth, mm -hmm. but the timing of it, you know. Um, and it seems to be this, it's, it's always the timing of why not, do it before you know he's a somebody you know if this happened you know and i'm not saying that a, a victim has any time limit to to put you know sit, speak out about it but it's just the timing you know that's that's the only thing and i'm I, I i believe that she's telling the truth i mean i hope that she's telling the truth and not just doing this just to fuck with him you know because that would be some some fucked up shit to do to somebody yeah um but I believe it's true, and my whole thing is just the timing of it, and it's WrestleMania weekend, uh, they're putting the straps back on on them, um, and it's a whole divorce, and it's it's hard, and it's not for us to judge, but it, it's hard to judge. It is. It is, especially when we don't have all the facts in front of us. We can only go with what, what side is, is, is talking. If she's the only one talking about it, then that's the only side we, we know about it, you know? And, um, I mean, I, I share locker rooms with Kimberly. She, she seems like a decent person, you know? Um, I'm not sure if I've, I've met uh, Nash Carter when he was on the Indies. Me and Pum were kind of speaking about this before. Um, we may have, may have not, but not that anything I can remember or tell you about as a person, but I can tell you, I, as someone who's interacted with Kimberly before and spoke to her, had brief conversations, shared a locker room, you know, she's a pretty decent person. She's a nice girl, you know, and it, it, it sucks that this happened to her, you know, and it also sucks that Nash Carter is losing his career. Yeah. All because she chose now to release it. You see, I, I just think the timing is a little suspicious, but I guess we may or may not hear more about it. But for now, you know, let's switch gears. Let's move on to something WWE is doing that we just got caught wind of. Changing names of WWE superstars that are coming in so they are not using any part of their real life name in their gimmick name. And not only their real life name, but their indie names too. Which kind of makes all these name changes that have been going on, it makes, makes sense. Um, Walter was his in indie name. Walter is actual is actually his name. So 
they changed his name. You know, WWE just are, you know, trying to keep all their trademarks their trademarks. They don't want their names being used anywhere else if anybody were to leave WWE. That's why you have Gunter now, you have Butch, you have um, uh, Marcel. Marcel Botel is now Ludwig. Yeah. All right. Um, Raquel Gonzalez has my last name now. She's Raquel Rodriguez. That's her last name. So it's not it's not full. It's your first name. That's why Austin Theory is now just Theory. His real name is Austin White. So it's, it, I mean, from a business standpoint, I guess if I was in Vince's shoes, yeah, yeah. I want to protect my, my trademarks as much yeah. as I can. Exactly. Not so much that, oh, I don't, they can't make money and they can't make a living after me, but no, they can't make a living off of what I built yes. for them. At the same time, you know, you know, for example, Brody Lee, you know, he was known as, known as Luke Harper when he was with WWE. A lot of these wrestlers who are big in the indies, they file trademarks on their indie names and their character. And then when they go to WWE, they don't want WWE to take their name because if they do, they never get it back. So it's a business, it's a business standpoint from both sides, from the wrestler and WWE. Well, here's the thing. They can trademark their name all, all they want. Because of that, WWE will not use that name. Because of that. Yeah. Cody Rhodes right now is, is Cody. He's Cody Rhodes. He, they, they're not taking that run. I'm sure the name had a lot to do with him coming back. Yeah, for sure. Being able to use the Rhodes name. Um, so the, these name changes, they, they make sense to me. I, uh, we don't have to like them. But it's a, I, I don't agree with Butch. Uh, they could have came up with a way better name for him. Um, I don't understand the whole giving them one name thing. So it's the, it, uh, you know, Austin Theory is just theory. You can't give him a different first name. You know, you, you do it all the time. Why not just give him two names? They do it with the girls all the time too. Change it. They, right. Their last names aren't, there's no last names. You know, it's Gunther. His name is just Gunther, which Walter was, but give him a last name, you know? Or, or you know, I don't know. I'm a fan of two names, yeah. like Chris Rex, John Pun. Like it, 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 bear man, bear man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, check this out. How about if you were Rex Christopher? No, 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 no. That, it don't work. It don't work. It don't work in the reverse. It don't work in the reverse. No, it does not. It does not. Punjabi don't work. Punjabi. 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 <laughs> but go with these names. Look. When it comes to a name, a name always has to fit the gimmick that a that a wrestler has. Like it's it's gotta fit. It's it's gotta like it's gotta be there. You, you gotta you gotta feel it. You know you know what I mean. So as far as these names goes, as long as it fits the description of the gimmick, the wrestling style, the picture, whatever. That that's all I'm concerned about. It's it's just gotta fit. It's all gotta blend in together. It's listen. I've sense. heard of some wacky names out there in the indies. Um. But for some people, like it, it, it just makes sense and it works because of their gimmick. Or, or I'll ask them where they came up with their name, and they'll they'll reference what they and I'll be like, okay, it makes sense now, you know, like oh, it's something from a movie, and I'm a movie buff. So if they say, oh, it's from Pulp Fiction, or it's from this, or a line from this, and I'm like, you know what? All right, it makes sense with your character. And then there's just people that have these names, and there's like. It's like some people that they're like me. If I use my real name, I don't think that works for wrestling. I don't. I don't think my real name works for wrestling. Mine doesn't. I think yours does. I don't think so. 
I think my last name was, my last name is Alcazaz. So what if I was just known as Alcazaz? Exactly. You know what I mean? Alcazaz. That, that, that works, works, bro. That, that works. works. <laughs> Shit, I like that. Alcazaz. I can't be Jonathan Rodriguez. No, you can be That's, John Rodriguez. No, it sounds like a jobber, but it sounds like the '80s jobbers. <laughs> you know, they don't even get an entrance; they get a name. That's it. Except in my case, if if I'm going with Alcazaz, I can't be a babyface. Alcazaz sounds more heel than it does babyface. Right. If I if I have to pick a name to take into WWE AEW uh, like that, it'll be Ruben Ruben's. Let me tell you. <laughs> Coming up with names, it, it, it was easy when we were yarding. Yeah. Then when it came yeah. to me being pro, and like I wanted to like I didn't want to use my backyard name. I wanted to because my backyard name was one thing. It was reckless. That was it. That was just it was one word. <laughs> All right. So I wanted to kind of still use that. I was Punisher. And I'm our, like our tag team was Reckless Punishment. I really so, so that's, a, that's I like that name Reckless Punish. Oh, dude, that is it was the corny. It was the most fucking the glass idea. It was the corniest thing we have ever come up. Bro, with. our logo was our tattoos put together. <laughs> <laughs> it was corny as fuck. It, it was it was the worst idea we ever came up with. The whole time we was running the the backyard wrestling into pro going into pro wrestling, that was probably the worst idea. We no. ever came up with. Yo, why do we be reckless punishment? Yeah, yo, that's a good yo, idea. Yo, it sounds like a bad porno name. <laughs> 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 but but yeah. no, when I was when I was going pro, I didn't really want to use Chris. You know, I really didn't want to use my name and I wanted to be completely someone different. And I don't know, Chris was the only with a K just stuck out to me. And I was like, all right. And I used to spell Rex, W-R-E-C-K-S-Z, like it was a last name. Like it was a real, like, Czechoslovakian or something last name or Polish last name. Mm -hmm. And people couldn't spell it right. When we were first getting booked and stuff on these little pre-shows, people couldn't spell it right. And they they, have it right there in their messages. So I'm like, all right. When I started training under Joel, he was like, yo, why don't you shorten it to R-E-X? And I was like, R-E-X, Rex, eh, like T-Rex. And he was like, no, it's Latin for king. The second he said that, I was like, yeah, that's me. Yep, Chris Rex. So when you think about it, my name's Chris King, which is really bland, but it's Chris Rex, you know? Rex is just the Latin word for it, and it it just stuck, and it it sounds cool. Him, Punisher, still paying homage to the backyard, pun. Like, it's a last name, P-U-N-N, and it just worked. I'm sure he didn't want to use his first name, and then, but it, sometimes yeah, it no, just and works. Then as a team, with, with the names Chris Rex and John Pun, we, we went well together with those short names. And it goes names JK. Like JK. JK. Yep. <laughs> you know, so, like, you know it, all, it all went together. And we had we had a lot of fun with it. But now let's talk about the, the huge thing that WWE is doing this year. Yeah. It started with the two days of WrestleMania in AT&T Stadium. But apparently, there's supposed to be six or seven more stadium shows this year alone. From my knowledge, there will be two Saudi Arabia shows. There will be Money in the Bank, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, and a UK show in Cardiff, Wales. Royal Rumble. That's next year, that's 2023, that's January. Those six, are scheduled for this year in 
80,000 seat stadiums or more. So WWE has big plans, and like Chris Rex has said, um, January 2023, Roy Rumble is already planned to be in a big stadium. And then you already know WrestleMania two night stadium show. It, it, it it's kind of confusing because there we, we started seeing things that maybe WWE was starting to go, and then things like this happen on the business front. That it's like how they must they have to be on top like you know still be on top to because uh, you know I was thinking buyout and now I'm like okay we're running all these stadium shows like they're financially good you know and so it's there there's definitely not a money issue there there's always been a creative issue there but uh, from a from a financial standpoint to be able to run stadium shows and do all this they they're doing well business wise so they're making money which means people are. They're able to fill 80,000 seat arenas. People are still going. WWE still a draw. They're doing something right. Yep, that's for sure. I, I think this is going to be real huge for them. And I think with the idea of a buyout, it's still a huge possibility. I think Vince can possibly be, you know, building up the worth of this company. So when he sells, he can get the most possible money for the company. I can see that as a huge possibility. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like Chris has explained. Vince McMahon is running a business. He's got to do what's best for business. It's about making money. He's a businessman. It's what he's been doing for the last 50 years of his life. This is the life that Vince McMahon was meant for. He's doing what he's always been doing. Maybe a bit different from back in the day, but overall, he's been he's doing what he's been doing. Building a company. Keeping it going. All right. I don't think Shane wants to run it. Full, full running the business 1,000%. And I don't think Stephanie wants to do it without Triple H. And with Triple H's health declining, he cannot do it physically at a thousand percent. So I think the buyout is a huge possibility. And I think from now to 2025, these stadium shows that we're going to see eight to ten of every year now, apparently, are going to be for the selling of the company in the long run. I have a a feeling, a little gut feeling. Uh, if you guys read that article I sent you guys um, earlier in the week about Vince, about um, Vince potentially selling the company and who like who would get it, it, he would not give it to Shane or any that he'd rather sell his baby off, you know, and not have to worry about it being in the family and getting the most money for the company, and then he can walk away. Because Vince, that's the thing. This is something Vince built to just let go and sell it or give it to somebody. No. All right, I want the most money then. You know what? If somebody's going to fuck it up and it ain't me, you know, I want the most money. So that when they do fuck it up, you know what? It's like, okay, or they make it bigger. It's like, okay, um, I'm, I'm, my hands are clean now. That's what I was telling Brian. My, my hands are clean after I sell this company. So what they do with it after this, I want to make sure at least I set them up for success. Now, I don't think anybody's going to fail when they get WWE because I think Vince will be very selective I think on who he sells to. I think he's selling it, looking to sell NBC. And I, I don't see that as a bad idea. But I, I he should sell to Fox. Why sell to NBC? Peacock. Big time. They already, they already got their, their fucking Peacock deal. That's true. Well, how do you think Fox is going to take it? <laughs> they already don't like it. They already don't like it, so... (laughs) This is an interesting situation to see where it goes in the next, you know, three to five years. Maybe even to ten years. But (laughs) 
I see, I, I see mean, it, you know, being interesting, but I, I don't see the company staying in the McMahon family when McMahon I don't is, when Vince is he's done. Ready, yeah, when he's done and he's ready to step down, I don't see it going to the family. Yeah, I don't see it. Yeah, staying and that'll be a sad day, honestly. Yeah, that, that will be a sad day. That will be an end of an era. Yeah. 100%. The day, the day Vince steps down. I mean, I, I think at this point it's clear. That's the end of it. And like in my eyes, it's like, damn, what the fuck is <laughs> like? Yeah. You know, and with the end of that, I think we should call it on tonight's podcast. How about it, Alex? What do you got to say to the folks? Well, first of all, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for tuning in and listening to Wrestling with a Bear. You can find Wrestling with a Bear on Facebook and Twitter at Wrestling with a Bear, W R E S with a bear and please subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts and paint drain pipe bomb productions on Spreaker and don't forget you can purchase official wrestling with a bear merchandise at whatamoonover.net and if you f- want to follow me on Twitter it's at bearman of Texas just TX no need to spell it out and John why don't you tell the folks where they can find you brother all right all right you can all find me on Twitter Instagram even Facebook at John Pun. That's P-U-N-N, and John is J-O-N. How about it, Chris? Where are you at? You can find me on all social media platforms at Rex Wrestles. That's R-E-X Wrestles. Um, and maybe you'll find me in a city near you. There you have it, folks. Have a good night.